2: Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs England daily podcast, by the fans, for the fans. We're at Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Roots England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Daily Podcast. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger, joined today by Naman Shah and Sam Dalling as we look ahead to the fourth Test match between India and England in Ahmedabad. Let's start with you, Naman. We've had loads of talk. We've had all sorts of stuff, talked about the pitch and pink balls and stuff. We'll try and leave that behind today and just look ahead to hopefully five days of terrific cricket in the fourth Test match. In terms of India preparing for this match, There's a lot riding on this, isn't there? Because 2-1 up in the series, they know if they win this series, they put themselves into that World Test Championship final. Ajinki Rahani saying that that will be as good, winning that World Test Championship final will be as good as winning the World Cup for India. And I think that's quite a refreshing thing to hear. I've not necessarily personally been turned on hugely by the World Test Championship yet, but the fact that India are taking it seriously is good for Test cricket.
1: Yes, a lot. And... Somewhere there was uh, this championship was designed to at least provide some status on uh, of the test match teams and uh, yes this is only uh, going to help the test match nation playing nation uh, like Afghanistan Zimbabwe Ireland at least uh, maybe next if it is designed so they could go on somewhere. And play uh, with the more competitive teams such as England, India, Australia. So, yes, uh, not uh, fully uh, we are satisfied with this uh, championship being designed, but yes, there is a somewhere goal to improve the. Test match Watching uh, Nations We could say uh, The more Focus uh, should be On more uh, Red ball cricket And not only On uh, white ball cricket Uh, Yes overall uh, Rahane And uh, which team Wouldn't like uh, To be honest To play the finals uh, That too With uh, New Zealand In Lodge Uh, So yes It should be A dream come true And uh, it is quite Refreshing Uh, We have been Only watching uh, uh, White ball uh, World Cups Right now So it is going To be a totally Different experience Altogether And uh, yes uh, uh, very much excited for that too.
0: In, in terms of how that impacts on this fourth test match it just adds an extra layer of potential drama to this fourth test doesn't it because if England win this fourth test match then India's hopes of getting to that world test championship die so there's a lot riding on it for Virat Kohli's men Virat Kohli this year he could lead his team to victory over England they've got the world um, T20 coming up as well and the world test championship so this is one of the cogs in a very big year for Virat Kohli and the Indian team yes
1: a lot but knowing this uh, young Indian team and also how Virat Kohli has uh, uh, taken up the captainship and he has led the troops I don't think they would be taking any extra pressure uh, thinking about the World Championship uh, a lot Uh, they would be trying to play good cricket out there because of also as Virat Kohli mentioned in today's press conference also they are yet to play their best cricket they have not batted well especially the likes of Pujara Rahane Kohli himself it's not only about hundreds but yes they are quite good players What than what they have shown till now so I feel that they are here to play only good cricket what they will do uh, in the fourth test match and not uh, pressurise themselves by thinking a lot about the world championship
0: Sam from England's perspective obviously 2-1 down in the series now yeah a lot of people suggest that they might be a little bit shell-shocked and battered from uh, what's gone on over the last uh, couple of test matches in India. But this is an opportunity for Joe Root's team. I, I saw his quotes the other day saying that coming out of this series 2-2 would be a major fillip for this test side. England have got a lot to play for too.
2: Yeah, I think what it feels like so long ago, we we last had test cricket because of how quickly the first, oh, the third test finished. But yeah, I saw Joe yesterday was saying, look, we're 2-1 down. There's one game to go. Do the math. We could still come our way with a draw. And then it'll be interesting to see how the narrative changes again completely from we've gone from what? Oh, wow. How wonderful England are. Oh, they're rubbish they're rubbish, we could go back to how wonderful they are again, so yeah, it would be a phenomenal achievement, as he said himself, but plenty to play for, and I think the Australians will also be cheering on England for the first time ever, so you know, look, it doesn't look great after the last couple of tests, the signs are pretty ominous, but you just never know in sport and that's what's wonderful about it, England there's the bigger picture, all could come overdrawn, but there are all these little, as we've talked about on various podcasts, little subtexts as well everyone, you know, Don Best might come in, Ben Folks with Josh Butler breathing over his shoulder, so there's so much still to play
0: for. In terms of what you've just said there really at the start of that answer Joe Root said to the second test match that yeah after a victory it's, in, it's important to stay level after a defeat it's important to stay level and these guys that are playing test cricket for England haven't become bad players overnight have they yeah they've had two bad test matches where in Indian conditions which is completely alien to them they've struggled but there's still a good test match side that England have got going and, and they're still moving in the right direction they can only learn from this series
2: quite right and they will I am sure they. Are, these guys are uh, professionals they are very good at shutting out the noise I'm sure they do have a look and they occasionally will bite back but they will not suddenly totally, you know lose all their belief in their test cricket playing ability just because they've lost a couple of games and the narrative in the, in the media and the wider world has changed so they will be looking at it in a much, much much longer term I think they'll be happy you know so say they were to get a draw they've come away having having won in Sri Lanka and, and drawn in India which is a pretty phenomenal set of results really
0: If England win the fourth test match Sam and then they go on and beat New Zealand at home by two matches to nil. There's a few ifs in this uh, this long question. Any series win at home to India would take them to the top of the ICC test rankings if New Zealand then win the, the World Test Championship final. If Australia or India win the World Test Championship final, England would need to beat India by two test matches in that series to still become world number one test side. So it kind of just underlines a little bit what we've just said, really, that England aren't that far away, are they? There's a few, I think, quite unrealistic things in that sentence I've just given you, the first one being winning this fourth Test match in Ahmedabad. But England aren't too far away from being at the very top of the tree.
2: No, lots of ifs, like you said, but, oh, I've used ifs and but, there you go, uh, isn't it wonderful? So yes, England aren't too far away, they're they're a really good side, I don't want to say great, I don't want to say, Yeah, I don't want to kind of lay it on too thick, but there are, as you've said, you've named four sides there who are all vying for this number one spot. So those margins, because there's all these different permutations, it just shows how close it is. And, And sometimes it might be conditions or form of one or two players that will squeeze one side above. But isn't it wonderful that we might have that top spot or whatever it is changing hands? quite regularly that can be good for test cricket if a if it's close at the top and also the quality is wonderful then that is just where we want test cricket to be
0: we came into this test series in india saying that england's we're on the right track in terms of their test cricket um i think we can still say that despite the fact that we all know they're terrible when it spins square that's no revelation really so i think england are on the right track in terms of the test cricket and it's nice to see as well i mean after four years preparing for that world cup win which was fantastic and dramatic they did seem to take their eye off the red ball a little bit but Chris Silverwood and Joe Root have combined to really put a focus back on five day cricket in the red ball haven't they and that's good to see from an English perspective for those of of us that love test cricket we want to see this England team taking it seriously
2: Yeah and they 100% are and Chris Silverwood and and Joe Root seems to be a a great combination as coach and captain and I think particularly that's so important isn't it at top level sport we see those sorts of relationships particularly in cricket where there's so much time together, so much thinking to be done. It's much more... Uh, captaincy, I suppose, Is I think is a bit more important than in something like football, where it's almost a ceremonial role, where you're just kind of vocal out on the pitch. You're not making decisions in the same way that... Joe Root is. Sorry. Have you
0: seen the um, the Tottenham thing on Amazon? I I, mean, I can't repeat the the team talks that the captain gives in the Tottenham dressing room, but it is basically H- Harry Kane was captain for one of the games, and he gets the team in a circle, and he basically says, "Right, f, let's go out and f-ing do this, you effers. We're gonna f-ing win this game." That's his team talk. I think the in cricket the team talks are a little bit more, maybe a little bit more intelligent than that.
2: Yeah, and I think I, I have seen it. And yeah, that is a, is a great example. of Harry Kane is a wonderful footballer. It's a very different concept. Joe Root and Chris Silver will spend a lot of time planning how they're going to approach things together. And particularly, you know, we've talked about the rotation of the rest. And so there is so much to think about. I can't imagine Jose Mourinho and Harry Kane, I'm sure they do talk quite a lot, but I can't imagine them having the same level of discussion and there being the same involvement. So I think cricket, it's important to have these combinations and if you stumble across one that works, because this, this one really does seem to work, then it looks like England are a, a test team that are improving. And, you know, they know their limitations. I don't think they've never really come out and said they're, the, they're wild beaters from the off. They know they're a work in progress. And we just have to let that unfold without being a bit too hysterical. It's that Badger style.
0: Thank you very much indeed to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these podcasts and they've joined forces with the Badger it's the Rat and the Badger giving you a fantastic opportunity to win a classic bat. That bat could be yours, it's between 2.09 to 2.11 pounds, butterfly, willow handmade, UK made and it'll come to your door knocked in and ready to go for the season ahead. If you want to win that cricket bat and score some runs with Black Rat Cricket this Summer, we need you to do three things you need to be following the at cricket underscore Badger Twitter feed you need to be following at black rat cricket on Twitter too and then you need to email the answer of this question to James at cricketbadgerpod.com which player scored a double century in the first Test match of the current India versus England series which player a double century for England in the current India versus England test match series send that answer and your name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com don't forget you need to be following at cricket underscore badger and at blackratcricket on Twitter good luck everybody that bat could be yours the draw will be made after the final one day game in this current India versus England series blackratcricket.com handmade English willow bats they do have a cashmere range for bats to 4 starter kit all the way to pro level kits they're based in Yorkshire there is team wear available and there is a new signature range coming soon in February bats made by cricketers for cricketers make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket Naman, back to you. I mean, this, the same applies with India, really, in terms of everything we just said about England. You know, a, a, a very, very fine test side. If they have a number of good results over the next few months, they'll be number one in the world as well. So they're not far away from... You see, Winning in England would go a long way to doing that, which is something they've not done before. But India are taking Test cricket very seriously too, aren't they? I mean, the white ball, the IPL, all of their star players in that kind of maybe just sidetracks a little bit from the Test arena. But India take Test cricket very seriously as well.
1: Yes, a lot, James. And I feel the preparation has been bang on. And uh, yes, they have never, never, ever taken a red ball uh, uh, softly. I feel Virat Kohli and uh, troops uh, have... Also, Ravi Shastri, they have managed to do well uh, in test cricket. If you see last uh, journey of India in last five years also... In Australia, just you saw, it's not only about winning, but the resources we are having with us, uh, whether it is Seera's jumping in, whether it is Sunda jumping in. Uh, so what uh, also COVID has held uh, every team is to look for the other youngsters as well and not just stick around uh, 13 to 14 guys and just rotate amongst themselves. Uh, so what it has done is it has brought in more talents uh, where the team can choose from. So... Moving on from here after this England tour, when we travel uh, again to England and then uh, other uh, tours away from India, we are having a lot of resources to choose from, uh, just like uh, Sundar, we have, yes, Nadeem only played one match, but he is quite much experienced what he has shown in domestic cricket. is just fantastic. You saw the new talent coming up, Aksar Patel. Uh, He has been a masterclass so far in this test series. So, uh, it also gives uh, certain players such as Jadeja and everyone to be on their toes and uh, keep performing the way they used to do because uh, youngsters are here and they are here to replace. Uh, we saw what uh, Crawley and Dominic Sibley are doing uh, for England, what Pope is doing for uh, England. So this is uh, test cricket is giving chance. Uh, majorly, I would thank this COVID scenario for bringing such a huge squad and so much to choose from and giving everyone an opportunity. That's
0: something really important, I think, for that Indian side is that they have got that strength in depth now and that yeah, you know, despite the riches they can earn in their own domestic IPL, they can't take it for granted, can they? They Just because they're got a, they're a big st- star in India doesn't mean they've got a God-given right to be in that test team and with people snapping on their heels that competition for places now is really positive isn't it for India they yeah everybody needs to perform to stay in that side
1: yes absolutely uh, no matter who you are in that particular team uh, even if it is a danger that you like uh, you are rested for two or three matches and suddenly a player is coming up right now no one is naming Mohammad Chameh because Siraj is performing so well so you have to earn a particular spot and uh, The or in life, always the task is about maintenance. Uh, The major thing thing, uh, takes at all is maintenance, you have to. Like earn that particular spot and maintain your spot with uh, dignity and your hard work. And uh, there are players, so many players out there in the uh, domestic level who are working so hard. They are performing so well. Uh, you know, Surya Kumar Yadav and uh, likes of Ishan Kishan, who are who have like performed so well in domestic cricket and they get a chance after uh, playing for about ten to twelve years. And uh, so uh, it is exciting for young team players, but also a lesson for the players who are. Already in the team and playing for quite a some time and not performing so it keeps them on toes uh, to keep performing
0: when you've got 1.6 billion people in India Naman uh, and you're you're one of these guys you, you want to either play for the women's international team or you want to play for the men's international team you? I mean there's such a massive population who are all cricket crazy to get into that Indian side in the first place regardless of whether you go on and have success it's a major achievement isn't it because you've beaten off so many competitors to get to that level
1: it's a phenomenal achievement and it's not about just scoring hundreds and double it's proper hard work. Uh, we only tend to see what we are uh, shown on the TV sets, but not the hard work, what they do in the training. they getting up uh, early morning, uh, doing all the drills and everything and maintaining your, uh, your aura. And uh, you have to nowadays also take care about your social media accounts and it's so much maintenance all around and just focusing simply on cricket and so much talent in India as you have mentioned 1.6 billion and getting uh, like selected and to play it's just uh, more than an achievement it's also pride of India that is why we respect uh, the likes of Sachin Tendulkar, Rahul Ravid what they have done for India not only on field also off the field how they maintain themselves so it's like they are the role models uh, today why cricket is so much famous in India and uh, right now the youngsters are uh, taking it as a career option as well and the uh Yes, it's phenomenal,
0: as you mentioned. Sam, coming into this fourth test, England obviously want to try and win this to, to get the, the series draw. Can you see too many changes? I mean, I was, I was a little bit critical of the team they picked for the pink ball test because I think they under-egged the spin options and so it proved. You've got Don Bess who's sitting in the dugout there, who I'm sure is champing at the bit to get another go before he goes home. Um, Johnny Bersto came in and got a pair. Will they stick with him or will they bring in a Dan Lawrence or maybe look back to a Rory Bird? Do you think there's too many changes there for an England side?
2: It's been a series of change from an England perspective, so it wouldn't be going against the grain to make a few changes. I think Donbass is, by all accounts, set to be recalled. I think that's probably a good decision. You know, Joe Root picked up five for bold really well but I still think Don Bess is a is a better off spinner
0: with all due respect to Ruti and I love Ruti to bits but he's not going to take five for eight every innings is he
2: no it's you know he's an extraordinary and I'm sure wasn't he bowling in South Africa this time last year and people criticizing himself for bowling himself too much so yeah I think Don Bess will come back in I've seen talk that they might slide Pope up to three and and move Bess though down six wouldn't be against that that's a bit more of a long-term solution isn't it I think They've been wary of pushing Pope too far up the order too quickly, but now might be his time. I think that's probably where they see him batting for England long-term. And They, you know, well, he's far from old, he's 31, but... He's, he's, I don't know. There's something about the they recall that feels a bit stopgappy, even though I really like him as a cricketer
0: in general. I always think with Johnny, I mean, his time may be over in terms of Test cricket, and he can make a massive living in white ball cricket because he's good enough. I always feel that he he's been a stopgap throughout his career, almost with, with Test cricket. He's been given the gloves. Is it going to be temporary? Is it going to be permanent? Will he be better served as a batsman? Stick him up to number three. He can fill that void. Take the gloves off him. Then he gets a few low scores. He's out the team. Then he's back in again. That's been Johnny's Test career, hasn't? it really?
2: Yeah it has and that, that doesn't help that cannot help in both in terms of I numbing mean, your cricketing role in the side, you know, I think he bat very differently coming in at first drop particularly for England where you seem to be in quite quickly most of the time in the last couple of years batting at six where you might have a completely different role but also mentally I don't mean that can help in terms of knowing you have the backing of course they back him and of course people are going to say that but in my mind if I was being moved shifted around so much and actually it was like well okay so where we can use Johnny to paper over over this crack or as a little filler here and there it can't be great for your personal there must be something in your mind that perhaps thinks oh well you know I'm I'm only here because of X, Y, and Z, rather than they've gone, right, we definitely want him in the side. Let's get him in the side regardless. So I, I do feel for him. I mean, he's played a lot of test matches, mind you. He's, and as you say, he has made a very good, uh, well, a world class white ball career, really. But yeah, I, I think my, maybe maybe him down to six might be the beginning of the end if that point hasn't already come.
0: It always makes me laugh, you know, when Johnny comes into the sides and they say that our oh, root's recalling his best mate. Just because they've known each other since they were teenagers doesn't mean they're close. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they are that close actually. But they rub along together and get on. But I don't think they're they're bosom buddies by any stretch of the imagination. Ollie Pope. Go back to him. He obviously came into the test side, was it three years ago now? And they batted him at number four. Surrey, quite rightly said, well, he's never batted there in his life. It was a little bit unfair to stick him in there. There comes a time, doesn't there, with Ollie Pope, that he stops being this young pup that they're protecting and they actually start to use him as a fully-fledged test player and play him in the place where long term they think he's going to be a, of most benefit and probably that number three spot if Zach Crawley does go up to open is where he, he belongs isn't it so it'd be interesting just as a one off in this test match to see um, to give him that opportunity to bat at number three because if he can make a fist at that and he can bat as, as well as we think he can because I know Naman's a big fan of Ollie Pope but I'm sure you are and I certainly am I think he's going to have a terrific test career if things go you know, with a fair breeze behind him it would be quite interesting to see him not be protected and just thrown up there and see what he can do.
2: Yeah, I think, I think you have to, because as you said, I mean, he's only 23, so he is still very young. But everyone talks so highly of him. There's all this expectation on him to be the next whoever, the next Bell. They, they obviously expect a lot of him, but it almost becomes self-fulfilling. If you continue to bat him at six for so long, and having so a look, he's played 16 tests now, average is 32. If he plays another 10, 15 tests, batting at six, and as I've just said, it's a, a different game, and sometimes you're batting with the tail, different situations, all of a sudden he's played 30. Test matches and people are then beating him with that stick, saying, Well, he's only averaging 30 or didn't across 30 test matches, but that's because he's never had a run. Uh, where they want him
0: to bat, so and, and it does seem they've protected him more than some of the other youngsters that have come yeah. into that side. You know, Dan Lawrence, who you know, obviously bats higher up for Essex, but he gets thrown in. He's not protected by being introduced at six or seven in the order. And the, the beauty of having Ollie Pope, if he can make a fist of going further up the England eleven, um, it means that you do open up the potential for a Joss Butler to bat at six, where he's had most success. And it just makes that side look a little bit more, a little bit more balanced. And you know, if if Ollie Pope can average 40 or 45 or even 50 at number. three, that answers a massive question doesn't it the England have got because that top three still not quite working is it
2: yeah completely agree you can only do so much talking about a player ultimately you don't know how they're going to fare Batting at free in, in test matches until you give them a prolonged go. So they can, they protect him really well. I quite like the way they've done it. He's come back from his latest injury. They, 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 I think he did he get 100 in the warm up game in Sri Lanka, even though he couldn't really field. So he wasn't eligible for the actual, for the test matches over there. But I think now is the time to give him a run of games. say, right, you're batting it free for the rest of this year, particularly with the Ashes in mind. If that's what they want to bat him to bat. In the ashes, they can't turn up in Australia and say, right, now you're batting free against that pace attack. So I think they've got to give him a go. I really hope that he comes good, but equally, you need to know if he's not going to. So you have to, at some point, push the proverbial button and I think that
0: time is now I, I think it's really interesting you know when a player matures and like you I've, I've written pieces about youngsters and you talk about the, the, you, you use the word potential and a young talent and everything but there comes a time isn't there and I'm, I've never quite worked out when, where it is and it obviously changes from player to player where a player stops being potential and stops being a young pup and stops being somebody for the future and actually becomes somebody for the present who is actually part of that side and I think for Ollie Pope that time has probably come now so it's going to be really interesting to see how England use him as Samson at number three potentially in this test match but then hopefully through the in English summer as a run up to the ashes and he can make a fist of that cricket's a game played with balls you've got to look after them in the field badges are furry creatures are my friends at help oh, you make sure it's neat and tidy down there oh get rid of all that excess fur make sure that you're neat and tidy make sure everything's in the right order Oh, I'm feeling all good now down in set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance. Compact design. Advanced engineering. Ceramic blade. Waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers. Revivers. Preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com quote the discount code badger you get 20 percent off you get free shipping and you get some seriously quality equipment manscaped.com get on there now man. in terms of uh, India's side for this uh, final test, I saw Virat Kohli saying, obviously Jaspit Bumra, for personal reasons, has uh, removed himself from the squad. Virat Kohli was saying this morning that not too many other changes will be made. You, you can see India sticking with the, the winning formula, can't
1: you? Yes, so what I have uh, heard is uh, Kuldeep is coming in for Sundar and uh, Umesh Yadav is replacing Bumra, who has taken leave uh, as he's getting married uh, this uh, in two weeks so uh, the two changes what I have seen is uh, Kuldi Yadav and uh, Umesh Yadav these two are the changes and I feel uh, since the third uh, proper spinner is coming in and uh, India is shortening up uh, their batting lineup, I feel it's again going to be a turning wicket right from ball one you say that though
0: uh, I've seen a few whispers to say that it might be a little bit more of a road this time I looked at the surface the pictures that I saw of the surface yesterday and there's only so much you can really read from a picture to Taken twenty yards away from a from a strip, and it looks a little bit more healthy than it did for the uh, the third Test match. You'd imagine the curator at Ahmedabad Will be quite up for the having the game going in, at least into day four, so he doesn't get pelters again. Um, and it doesn't do India's World Test Championship hopes and the series hopes any harm for the draw to be part of the equation, does it? Uh,
1: not at all. Uh, I feel, uh, end of the day, uh, to be honest, thinking too much about the pitch, I feel they, both the teams just need to focus on uh, batting well out there, as both the teams have been bizarre uh, in the uh, last uh, uh, two matches or so. Yes, uh, they have, uh, Ashwin has scored. Uh, century but apart in Rohit apart from those all the players have not been dead quite well on this uh, wicket even if it is turning in it's not that India is playing good Uh, cricket yes the spinners have delivered the bowlers have delivered but uh, we are also yet to perform on this uh, wicket so I feel the focus should be more on batting and uh, scoring good runs and uh, just not think about the pitch a lot
0: that's the concern I was thinking about that last night now and I'm glad you brought it back into my head there because if you actually look at the two batting lineups for both sides Rohit Sharma has been a class above for India in this series getting them off to a great start at the the top of the order but other than that one century from Ravi Ashwin nobody else is in incredible form Virat's got 150 hasn't he but he he's not necessarily got the big score that he's been looking for and if you look at the England batting order Joe Root's obviously had a very good winter but nobody else is, can really look themselves in the mirror and say I'm raring to go I'm in, I'm in terrific form so there's a lot of questions to be asked of both batting lineups really
1: very much James and I was surprised after the changes what England made in the second test match because this is the point of which I feel England should have considered massively as not all the players in India are performing and they were one nil up I felt they should have gone all guns blazing into the second test match because we were already one down and we were, our heads were also down and they should have attacked and uh, being more aggressive rather than focusing more on uh, rotating. And uh, they should have got with the uh, best eleven, uh, especially with Dom Bess. I felt he could have been a massive uh, player in uh, Chennai Test. So, I feel, yes, uh, both the teams, uh, even for uh, England, I just heard the discussion. But what I feel uh, with the techniques, uh, what I have seen from England players, I feel Ben folk should bet uh, higher up the order because I feel he's looking more comfortable in front of Ashwin and Aksar. Uh, compared to the other players leaving Joe Root. So, I feel he should be promoted. Maybe at one down, he should be given an opportunity. Else, uh, right from the Sri Lanka tour, I've been saying that other players need to jump in because, yes, it was a purple patch for Joe Root, but other players need to step in. It is not going to be always a leech and root uh, sealing the games for you. So, even for India, uh, other players need to jump in, as we heard from Kohli today. That runs are not coming from Pujara and Rane, but they are hugely uh, experienced players and they are sticking with them because uh, a lot of load goes on those two players because they are the core and strength players where other players rotate around them. But I just feel, from my personal uh, perspective, I feel somewhere I feel Rane needs to. Be given a break and a one for for this one match, Pandya should be uh, brought in because he is just he and Rishabh Pant if they get going and the way they hammer the spinners, I feel uh, they could turn out to be an X factor.
0: Some from England's perspective, that batting order, that, as I said to Naman, there's not a huge amount of confidence in that batting lineup. You know either is Ben Stokes is being woefully out of form. Nobody else has really yeah you know, delivered alongside Joe Root you'd hope that in three or four years whenever it is that England go back to India again there'll be some of those players that will have learnt their lessons from this as well but I did see Jack Leach saying he's quite enjoyed himself out there I think he's found the surface he's obviously quite friendly to him as a spinner but he wants to now kick on from the experience in India and try and build and be more productive for England going forward that's the hope for England isn't it now that uh, this fourth test match they can maybe get a few players getting some time out there in the middle experiencing Indian conditions for a little bit longer than they have done in terms of batting and that the likes of Jack Leach and Bess as well can can learn from these tours that they've had to Sri Lanka and India and take that forward in their careers.
2: Yeah, I think so. And that will be another one of the subplots. You know, of course, they'll be aiming to win the test, but there will be discussions. I'm sure there's plenty of the batters that would love to spend a bit more time out in the middle. It's all experience. And I know uh, you can't use a test match purely for experience, but they will, a lot of these guys are quite young, um, with the exception of, I suppose, Broad and Anderson. All of them could well tour India again and so any time they, they will be able to draw on this experience in the future and as you said Jack Leach I think um, results aside probably really enjoyed himself particularly after he's come back from being taken apart for one of the better phrase by Rishabh Pant. so yeah there will be definitely some positives we, we could do a few more positives it would be nice obviously a draw would be a huge positive but if you guys can get a score out there that would be brilliant Zach Crawley batted beautifully for his 50 in the first innings of the last test so more of the same from him and that attacking intent, I mean, England can get. people have talked a lot about that mindset of not being hesitant against to speed Actually, that's when they got caught. In the first test, they were very much played through their shots. They used their feet and they didn't poke and prod. So actually, if they can get back to doing that again, that will be a positive.
0: There's a few years down the line before England go back to India again. But I've said uh, on, on a few recent podcasts that it's very difficult to replicate facing a Ravi Ashwin on a Chennai Bunsen and yeah you can put Merlin on turning at 90 degrees but it doesn't necessarily replicate the the test match and the intensity of a test match so that hope I guess for somebody like an Ollie Pope and a Zach Crawley and and some of those guys that are in that top order Dan Lawrence as well who, who could still be around in three or four years time even a Joe Root who can obviously is always learning a Ben Stokes too is that they get a little bit of time out there in the middle but it's also taking the lessons isn't it so that next time they go there they know what to expect and they know what to what to train for
2: exactly as you said they will all it's a few years down the line but they will all will all come again even when india come over to england or right, it won't be the same conditions but they would have had a, more of a chance to look at uh, the likes of axa maybe they wouldn't have faced before and ravish Ash, ashwin as well we all know how what, what a wonderful bowler he is but all that time spent out there learning to play bowlers if they get out there and face 100 200 balls in this test and that could all right it might not have a An impact on this test series, but it might have an impact come the summer. When actually they're able
0: to play those guys a bit more comfortably. Now, man, I can't believe that we're at the fourth test match already. I've been looking forward to this um, series of England in India for so long, and we're nearly at the end of the test leg of it. We've got the white ball to follow, of course, and I think that's going to be a really exciting white ball series between two very strong white ball teams in India. Being interesting to see how England go in that one as well. Um, but in terms of this fourth test match now, how do you see it going? Do you think it's a nailed on India victory, or do you think England have got a chance in this?
1: I feel India is going to take it, uh, but I just want to see England fight out there. Also, yes, I just get a feeling that they are getting a bit too defensive. I feel that if they win the toss, because there is always high chances when the captain is against Kohli, the player who is the team who is playing against Kohli because he is very bad at toss. I feel England should bowl first and not think about more put more of uh, putting runs on the board in the first inning itself because likewise they'll know how the wicket is behaving. They need to give time themselves uh, just to see how pitch behaves but uh, I feel just Ashwin and Aksar and uh, these guys are so much in form uh, England will have to bat first No, also no matter uh, how they do it but uh, they will have to perform uh, part, uh, leaving the road. rest of the guys needs to jump in especially uh, good innings of Stokes is uh, long pending but I just feel that England needs to bowl first and uh, see how the pitch is behaving rather than uh, rushing on to batting first and looking up first innings and yes I'm thinking about not to bat uh, fourth uh, on such wicket
0: Sam I've never expected England to win this series it was always going to be tough it would have been incredible if England had won this series it would have been right up there um, and that's obviously not going to happen but at the start of this series if you'd been offered a two- all or even a two-one defeat I think that there's some respectability in those those score lines
2: absolutely some respectability they can all let, they've won the first test now and they all can take that away from them I can't see it finishing two- one I think we're going to get a result either way and I think to all most of us I, you know, would have snapped anyone's hands off for two all coming into this test series. And if they end up losing 3 1, okay, so be it, learn from the
0: experience. But yeah,
2: there's, to go into the last test still with a chance is it's quite something given people were predicting a, a kind of rollover style result. Well, 4
0: 0 was mentioned more than yeah. once by people I, I, I listened to doing previews. 4 0 came up a lot.
2: Exactly. So to even be having this conversation where we could still have a, a drawn test series, I think is a kudos to Joe Reed, Chris Silverwood and, and everyone else. And actually, they haven't even as you say they're still in the test series and haven't really played that well for two tests so you can, look, you can spin it around and look at it
1: that way I think that's my
0: only disappointment really from this series so far is that we've had three pretty one-sided games haven't we and it would be nice to see both sides playing at their very best in this fourth test match and getting a, a test match that really does kind of light the fires really because test cricket is fantastic and as I say I've been looking forward to this series for a long long time it'd be nice to see England and India going at each other kind of 50-50 almost in this uh, final game I'm not particularly bothered who wins uh, this test match as long as we see something that lasts more than five sessions but we've, we've had all that chat um, and I'm really looking forward to this fourth test in Ahmedabad in that amazingly big stadium we have, we have the red ball as well which should help the, uh, the the spectacle and as I say plenty of white ball action to follow as well it happens very soon after the, at the end of the fifth test match too so straight into that one day stuff as soon as that test series has finished as well Naman and Sam as always thank you very much indeed for joining me I'm going to be going to bed very early today because I'm back up at three tomorrow for the uh, day one fleeing in UK. Many of you will be doing the same and in India as well, um, slightly later in the day, And it? Was it 9.30 in uh, in India, Naman? Yes. 9.30 in India as well. So a fairly early start for people in India too. But looking forward to it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Sri Lanka as well. Not just the number one cricket podcast in Sri Lanka, but the number one sports podcast, beating all the Premier League football ones and the F1 ones and all the rest of it. So thank you very much indeed for the people in Sri Lanka listening to the Cricket Badger podcast. Wherever you are in the world, whether you're in India, England or further afield, Hopefully you'll enjoy the fourth test in Ahmedabad. I've been James, the cricket badger. We'll be back again, of course, tomorrow with our reflections on day number one of that test match. And I'll see you then.
1: Thanks for
2: listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow.